0: I'm Zambo, hello and welcome to another great episode of the Kenyan Podcast, your number one training and topical issues podcast in the 254. I do hope that you are doing wonderful and you are enjoying the beautiful month of February so far being the second month of the year. We still have a long way to go for those that like to do their planning way early in advance i believe you have already started saving for december already and making plans maybe for easter and other holidays coming up this year welcome to this episode of the kenyan podcast where we get to discuss different matters taking place that have to do with us as a kenyan people whether it be it in the 254 or even outside globally you might be tuning from new zealand you might be tuning from australia you might be tuning from canada you might be tuning from ghana or senegal whatever you might be tuning from We want to welcome you so so much and we want to thank you so much for being a big part of uh, supporting the Kenyan podcast, so it's always a delight to have you tuning. And we do acknowledge the fact that without your support, we cannot be able to move forward, and we cannot be able to build without your help. So karibu sana and I once again, feel much welcome to also engage and interact with us on our social media platforms. We are on Twitter at Kenyan Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube at Kenyan Podcast, and also on Facebook and Twitter at Kenyan Podcast. Actually, Twitter seems to. Be like our home, you know. We are always uh, available. Until you can also tag us, you can retweet us, you can tweet us, you can mention us at kenyan podcast is our handle and you can also shoot us an email which is kenyan podcast at gmail.com and we would love to hear from you regarding some of the issues that you get to address here and some of the issues that you would like us to uh cast spotlight on so karibu sana once again my name is spikes and in case you're joining us for the very first time we are actually available on multiple platforms you can find us on spotify you can also find us on uh, Apple Podcast. You can also find us on Google Podcast and on your favorite podcast platform so feel much welcome to engage with us on any platform and we shall be there to engage with you on business issues political issues economic issues social issues technology environmental issues all these matters they do matter to us and we get to address them right here on the kenyan podcast for today we shall be delving into different issues one of them being education uh, because right now we do understand that this is a month where the high school students are getting to enroll Uh, ...in high schools and of course uh, get to report for their first day this particular week. And you know, it's always a hassle and uh, you know, you might think that you are ready... ...by the time we were getting to start to mid-January, that uh, you're ready for February... ...so that by the time February is uh, getting here, you are ready to pick up your items... ...and report to this new school that you have actually uh, been uh, enrolled to. But uh, it's not always like that. I remember my very first day uh, in uh, high school, we still had to carry those big boxes... But these days, I have seen there has been some innovation, which is a positive innovation. We have seen these school boxes, you know, the Mabati uh, school boxes have now been um, uh, improved. You know, they do have now, these are rolling, um, do I call them a hoogles? Yeah, they're rolling wheels on them so that you can just get to, like you're now pushing a trolley. You know, when you're pushing these uh, iron boxes uh, that uh, you get to enroll to school with. So, you know, it's something positive. Things have changed. since are back then. Uh, People used to wait until mid-February. You know, for this particular time, the kids or the students are reporting uh, in uh, these uh, first week of uh, February. But it's a whole lot of positive things going on. I understand the Ministry of Education with the CS, Mr. Machogu, has been very categorical that uh, no school fees should be increased. No, these heads of schools, they should not be ratifying or increasing uh, the school fees. You know sometimes you might find some schools are actually overcharging way by 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 way way too far, and uh, this has been actually been a sound a warning uh, that has been given to these other uh, high school heads, you know, and also uh, I believe our primary school heads uh, to make sure that they are not overcharging when students are enrolling. Our conversation for today will not be on high schools, or even on primary schools. It will actually be about the universities recently. At the Methodist university and also other universities in the 254 they have been introducing the dress code you know i would just like to ask you whatever college or whatever university you attended did you guys have a dress code and do you think that students should actually be limited to the kinds of uh, outfits they should wear because i do believe in high school you're limited in college some colleges you are limited but uh, in university uh, you should probably have a bit of a freedom let us know what your thoughts are because uh in a uh, university such as the Catholic University Nazarene University Methodist Universities and others I believe even Egerton uh they have now you know introduced these address codes and you no know, you cannot even go to these uh classes or uh, attend the university you know, having dreadlocks, you know, which is also another thing. For me, I do believe that uh, if you want to be a raster, you should still get the opportunity not to be uh, discriminated against because maybe you exercise in your belief system. And therefore, if they tell you that you cannot attend this school with a raster or the dreads, then it means that they are discriminating against you and infringing on your rights. This is a Kenyan podcast. Let us know what you feel. Should these universities be imposing uh, dress codes on students? Is it right for universities to impose dress codes on students? Uh, personally, I do believe that uh, there should be a level of um, discretion on what you can wear so long as it's not going overboard. You know, sometimes people want to do on uh, to go overboard. You know, way, do way too much and uh, it becomes crazy. Uh, with uh, some of uh, these are uh, uh, some of uh, these are uh, cases Apart from that uh, when you go back to the education system as well we have seen uh, the banning of uh, preps you know right now we cannot have even in prep preps or uh, morning preps you know which is still a new uh, different uh, kind of a change some people have actually uh, supported the move by the CS mr. machogo others have said that this is not the right move but let me know also how you feel about the banning of our school prep so that now you know education or learning is supposed to start at uh eight and uh end at four you know as opposed to when it used to happen until like 10 after having started at seven because of the preps or six because of the preps so that is also another change but let me know what do you feel about the introduction or the imposing of dress codes on students in some of these kenyan universities Uh, what is your opinion about that particular matter we shall be taking a short break but when we come back we shall be continuing with the conversation this is the kenyan podcast yes welcome back to the kenyan podcast we hope that you are well and in every way you are actually succeeding in all your endeavors. If not, things will eventually shape up. So do not fret. Uh, keep on uh, sticking on with persistence and uh, keep on keeping on. That is uh, from uh, the words of uh, that uh, famous uh, jam, hip-hop jam uh, from uh, the 90s. Keep on keeping on. I believe that was uh, MC Light, if I'm not mistaken. But yes, welcome back to the Kenyan podcast. Your number one training and topical issues podcast in the 254 and we do hope that together we can be able to engage and also bring positive transformation uh, to our society. Our goal as a Kenyan podcast is not only to inform, but also to educate and entertain as well as bringing our people together wherever you might be from. It doesn't matter uh, which community you are coming from in the 254 or even outside As a Kenyan, we just want to embrace you the way you are and say we are better together. So we were having a discussion a little bit earlier, and I was asking, you know, rather, do you side uh, with these university management imposing dress codes on the students in universities? Do you side with uh, them all? What is your opinion about that? And I would absolutely love to hear from you. Remember, you can hit us up on our social media platforms at Kenyan Podcast on Twitter, And uh, we would absolutely also like to engage on that particular matter. But moving a little bit further forward, uh, we would like to go on with a conversation about performance. You know, when you're having a new government or when you do have a transition from one government to another, there is uh, what we do call milestones. And, you know, we do have uh, the measurement of success or the measurement of the performance of um a management because the government is uh role is administration you know and now we would like to do a bit of performance evaluation for our new administration uh, this is the kenya kwanza government uh, headed by the president his excellency william ruto uh, because of course we have already had a hundred days of uh, the government or the administration being in power and uh, therefore the question is how or how would you rate the performance of uh these kenya kwanza government led by his excellency president truto we do have different ministries and of course we do have the one and only minister for interior uh, security uh, that is uh, mr Kidure kindiki uh he was actually giving his report you know and defending his ministry or defending his docket saying that you know since they took power or since he came into uh power uh, and uh, and became the, the head of that particular ministry that uh, cutter wrestling and these cases of insecurity have declined by 60 percent. You know, the number of cases that normally would have been reported during the same same period of about uh, 100 days. Has minimized. They have reduced. And therefore, you are saying that the government is headed in the right direction in terms of providing people security in these areas that are prone to castle wrestling and, you know, people being shot because uh, the assailants will come, the castle wrestlers will come, and, you know, they will come with guns and they will even assault the people in that particular village. But what is your opinion, you know, rating out of 10, what is your opinion of... Uh, the performance of the new administration, 100 days in, I would love to know. I am talking about different ministries, for example, the health ministry, the education docket. Of course, there has been a lot of a spotlight on the education docket because the results came out and people were questioning about the results and uh, how legit they are. Because there were so many claims of what happened with irregularities and also cheating uh, with the the, 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 uh, the, um, the examinations. And that has been a problem, you know, that has been a problem. But apart from that, we still have other ministries. Of course, we do have uh, the Ministry of our Finance, you know, the Treasury as well, also making some changes. And uh, we also do have all these other government ministries. where well, we do have responsible and uh, capable individuals being put at the helm. For example, we do have the Foreign Affairs and the Foreign Affairs, foreign and diaspora affairs uh, Ministry headed by Dr. Alfred Mutua. Uh and we would also love to know what he is doing with his particular docket. You know, it's very important that we keep on having performance evaluation, not just at the national level. But even at the local levels, just know, 100 days in, what are the MCS doing? Are they still still pushing for the increment of their salaries instead of delivering on the mandate for which they were elected by the electorate? You know, it's very important. We also do have the governors, you know, having a report card from them as well, knowing how they are doing. Because we as Kenyans, are, it, we are supposed to have that knowledge that we are the bosses. We elected these people in and they are supposed to be delivering on their mandate, and if not, we are supposed to be making changes. You know, we are supposed to be close following closely so that uh, we can know should we still vote them in for the next uh, session, or should we get rid of them. Uh, that is uh, what should be done. You know, at all levels, the women, rep, the women reps, uh, representatives. Uh, you know, the member of county assemblies, the the governors, the the senators, the members of the count, the members of the national assembly, the members of the senate. You know, all these. Uh, we should be able to keep tabs on them and i would say that we do not have a proper kind of a reporting and uh, a system that we can be able to put them under a microscope on you know i would rather we have one platform where we get to know what is this government ministry doing what is the other one doing or what are these people doing that have been voted in even for the nominated mps it's very very important that we get to understand what are they doing And are they fulfilling on the mandate for which they were chosen? What is your opinion on the performance of this new administration? You know, sometimes they do say, no, wait a minute, give us time. We need some more and more time to be able to figure things out and to be able to get things back on track. Because it's like you inherit, you know, a system that maybe perhaps is not functioning very well. And you want to make it function, you know. But nonetheless, this is the Kenyan podcast. Uh, We do hope that you are well. As always, we wish you Peace. And a harmony in everything because that is was oh, a slogan by um, the late uh, President uh, Moy. You know, he used to say that uh, we should focus on um, getting away from politics, when, but but focusing. Well, he, he said, Sia Sambaya, my Shambaya. You know, that is what he did say, Sia Sambaya, my Shambaya. And he also advocated for uh, love, peace, and harmony uh, with his leadership. Uh, which was the Kanu government. But we are not back there. We are moving forward. And uh, we would like to discuss the issues of taxes. You know, taxes have become a very, very big matter. And there has been um, uh, different cases that have come up, high-profile cases. For example, we do know of the cases with Atabida Kar- Karanja, uh, who was CEO for Keroche and her tax evasion charges that were brought against uh, against against her. Apart from that, we also do have this other lady known as Wamboy uh, our who was also another businesswoman who had lots of uh charges brought against her by KRA, which is a kenya revenue authority another discussion is going on because with this new kenya kwanza government their push is to increase or to make sure that uh the 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 the, the net the tax the the tax net is uh, capturing uh, more people you know is uh expanding so that it captures almost everyone uh, who is uh, in that particular bracket over uh, being able to pay the taxes. And the thing is, the question has been asked, what is our system tax system like? You know, is it pro- m- promoting equality and a better distribution of resources among SSC citizenry? You know, that is also an important question. And also, uh, how effective is it in terms of administration? You know, the KRA, they are uh, charged with the money to uh, collecting taxes. But also apart from that, what assurance is there that when Kenyans keep on paying these taxes, the money is being used very well? Because of corruption, you have seen lack of accountability uh, in many government ministries. You have seen money going into waste, and you know this is taxpayers' money, as we call it, or uh, mali auma, as people might 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 rather have it. But the thing is, what assurance is there also in the way it's collected and administ- administered? Is it the, the right way? Is it the right way? And also the question is, is there equality with it? Because you do find that uh, the rich, you know, most of them, and they are not paying taxes. You know, they have found loopholes within the system and the law uh, of uh, these tax laws and policies. And they have been able to manipulate the system so that they are not paying taxes. But for the one, Jacob, or the ordinary one ninety, we are seeing now, um, you know, all these are taxes piling up. You know, and uh, also the government, in in its excuse, saying that um, we are trying to get more taxes and I fill up the deficit that we do have in terms of our budget, and also reduce on our borrowing because we can be able to fund things domestically by increasing our taxes. I do not have a problem with getting to have a tax system that works. The only problem is that with its transparency, with this administration. And also with its equality because we are seeing uh, the hustler, quote-unquote the hustler or the ordinary Kenyan or the Wanziko, uh being the main aim or being uh, the one uh, who's all this campaign to increase taxes and uh, capture more being targeted at. And that is the only problem I do have, you know, we should have a tax system that is not, you know, sometimes they do say that we are punishing the, the rich, you know, for imposing taxes on them. Why are we punishing The rich, while they are doing it, uh, they they are doing well for themselves and also maybe employing people and, you know, doing well for others. That is not the question, but we should have more equality and also make sure that uh, we are also protecting, you know, we are also trying, making sure that we are, we we do not, there is no favoritism with this, you know, we do not sort of seem to favor the the, the rich so that uh, that they are at the expense of uh, the poor in our society so that also, uh these tax system also helps uh, kenya gets to where it needs to be and not many people are happy with these incremental uh, taxes and also some of uh, these families you know evading taxes and also we are talking about uh huru kenyatta as our family you know people have come out and said we should know about uh, their tax returns and also how consistent they have been paying their taxes because for so many years, it has been understood that uh, the top there, they're elite. You know, some of these big families of billionaires, they get to pay literal or no taxes, you know. And therefore, when you're telling Wanjiku, now that it's upon them now to be paying taxes while these others are not paying, it's not uh, very, very right. And also, there has been a lot of uh, politicking going on with the KRA and also some of uh, these forgiveness of debt. You know, we call it um, some waivers, you know, being given to some of uh, these individuals so that they are allowed... To pay taxes but uh, not pay the full amount or you know pay the amount uh in uh given uh deals that they do get to cut with 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 care there is a problem out uh, with that i do not see it going very very well but let me know as a kenyan podcast listeners so what are your thoughts about the tax system in kenya and is a government union now so that uh, more people are able to have this civic education on how the tax system also works you know it's one thing telling people that we are imposing more taxes on you but it's also another important thing to make sure that uh, we are also teaching people and elaborating on on how the tax system works in kenya you know because there's no way you're just going to wake up one morning and say okay this is going to work like this we're imposing more taxes uh you know in all these areas excess duties um uh, stamp duties um value-added tax and all these other types of attacks When we are not also doing proper civic education, I believe that is also the responsibility of a I have seen them do a bit more because they do send out emails. Uh, They do also get to have public forums. But I would say this is not quite enough. There should even be more being done. So that people are not only paying taxes and being forced to pay taxes, but also they do have an understanding of how the tax system works and also the benefits that are accrues. You know, they do say that kulipa ushuru ni kujitagemea, or they say tulipa ushuru kujitagemea, but uh, also there is a there is a question about the transparency and also uh, the administration, the way it's being done uh, for these particular taxes, and also what 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 not what 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 kinds of steps you know are there uh, and 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 uh, modalities are there uh, in terms of uh, executing uh, a proper tax uh, payment uh, systems uh, for the user and also I mean the citizen and also for. Uh, the government uh, itself is very very important nonetheless we want to thank you so so much for tuning in to today's episode of the kenyan podcast uh, the number one training and topical issues podcast hosted by you. as truly we do hope that you keep tabs and uh you you do keep uh, conversing with us on different platforms so that uh, we keep these conversations going that build us as a people and also help us uh, build our beautiful nation of kenya We shall be discussing more matters in other subsequent episodes. But for today, I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone that has been sharing our links. I would say we are able to do much more with your support when you share our links. And also when you tell a friend about our podcast and share with them on your different platforms. You might be on LinkedIn. You might be on Twitter. You might be on Facebook or on Instagram on all these platforms. Please, please show some love. And I also continue engaging with us on our social media platforms. Till next time, much peace and love. I want to wish you a happy and a productive rest of the week. For now, it's me signing out. I do say, go